Are you a woman searching for purpose and success? A housewife? Maybe a single mother? You're in the right place. Welcome to Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Activate, motivate, inspire. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. And I am Ms. Lisa Nobles, your hostess, and I am so excited to have you joining here with me today. And speaking of today, our topic is how to live life boldly and with a passion because you too can have it all. Yes, you too can have it all. And we have an excellent guest here by the name of Denise Hamilton. Excuse me, I'm so excited to have her. And you know when I get excited, I bumble jumble my words. The CEO and founder of WatchHerWork.com and WatchHerWorkTV in which her digital platforms are video-based that provides professional advice for women. This is so pivotal in this world today. We need advice for women in order to empower us forward, right? I'm going to share briefly a little about this powerhouse, a little about Denise. Denise is a critical thinker and a powerful communicator. Her 25 years of diverse experience working in Fortune 100 companies large nonprofits, educational institutions, and her own entrepreneurial pursuits have made her a savvy, now you know I love that particular phrase, her a savvy, well-rounded business leader who can thrive and excel, excel in virtually any environment. So we are elated to have this young woman with us today. I would like to give Denise a warm welcome to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. So hello, Miss Denise, and can you tell us briefly a little bit about yourself? Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am incredibly um, honored with the invitation. Um, you know, I know there's a million people that you could invite to speak and share your platform with, so I'm just so incredibly grateful. Thank you, um, and hello, everyone that's listening. Um, a little bit about me. I have worked in a number of different environments. I've worked for CBRE as the first um, black female tenant rep broker in five states for the top four companies. Wow. I have launched a magazine, Jones Magazine, that sits on the newsstands today. Wow. I have um, worked at, a in, at AOL. I ran the South Florida region for several years there. So, I mean, just a really diverse um, set of experiences. And all throughout most of that, I was a single mom. Yeah. And I was a single mom of a child with a chronic illness, which is another layer to the to the challenges of, of being successful professionally when you're a single mother. Um, and so I love what you're doing. I love your platform. I love your energy. And I love that you're sharing empowering stories for people that yeah. are just trying to make it and trying to do it the best they can. I'm all about it. I love that, Denise. You, girl, let me tell you, sis, I am so excited. I am so empowered. Let me tell you right now, I feel like I'm going to jump out of this chair because I am so elated because, of course, my purpose and 
My heart's desire is always to empower other women specifically. So are you ready, family? Then let's talk about it. How to live life boldly and with passion because you too can have it all. So family, let's dig a little bit deeper into our topic. Our focus here is to discuss how to live life boldly and with passion because for some, this can be a very daunting task. Why? Simple. We are the mothers. We're the Christians. We're the wives. We're the friends. We're the sisters. We're the business owners. We're the entrepreneurs, the daughters, and whatever else title that we choose to wear for that day. And be that as it may, family, it can be overwhelming to think of how can we get what we need to get done and yet remain an empowered woman of faith and purpose at the same time. You know, continue to be who you are and who you need to be to our families, to our jobs, to our businesses and our day-to-day activities. Yet, we're going to share some information today that will help us to transition in some of these areas of our lives. So Denise Hamilton, again, is a powerhouse and I had the privy of being a part of her journey when she was a single mother. Actually, we were single mothers together in the same convert in the same con- congregation, striving <coughs> to complete her degree at ACU University, and all while juggling everything else in her life. Now, a wife and an empowered woman who is currently building a globalized brand that she so kindly shared at WatchHerWork.com. So, Denise, again, thank you for joining us here today. Let's begin by sharing your journey from some of those days as a single mom. Having an amazing daughter, striving to go to school, and how and, and who had a strong commitment to your religious religious values and your beliefs, and all while serving in the ministry congregation. What were those days like? You know, they were, they were challenging, right? Whenever you have to do, um, anything alone, (laughs) right? Any, almost anything it's, it's challenging, but, um, I'm always amazed by the strength that you can find when you have to find it, right? It's, it's in you. And it's really, to me, all about, um, your focus and your commitment. Um, whenever people ask me, you know, can, can you have it all? I say, absolutely, but you can't have it all at the same time. Right. And you can't have it all um, if be, if all includes um, chilling, hanging out with friends, you know, like, if, like you have to be really focused if you, and you have to be, to have absolute clarity about what all means to you. Cause we all have different de- definitions, right? right? We all have different definitions of what all means. Um, and you might have to adjust yours. Right. Right. To 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 have a true target. I think sometimes we create these like false pie in the sky, um, really distant remote goals so that we are are never in danger of of achieving them. So you got to be careful that you make sure you're choosing goals because they're up to you. You're choosing goals that are accessible and actionable and achievable. Right. Otherwise, it's just a dream. It's not it's not a goal. And so um, I was clear, you know, um, I wanted to finish my degree. I wanted to um, 
you know, have certain positions. I wanted to um, make sure that the fact that I was a single mom wasn't going to stop me from achieving my goals. Right. And, you know, part and parcel of that, honestly, is finding a great community to be a part of. Right. right. Like you have to you have to use and rely on help. You have to ask for help. I know sometimes we struggle with that. Right. Um, but you have to ask for help when you need it. And you have to work together. Every t- I mean, when I was in graduate school, for example, I always had a student work live with me. Right. And, you know, that wasn't convenient, right? Everybody wants to have their own space and their own whatever. But you know what? There was always somebody home with my daughter. If I yes. was stuck in a meeting, there was somebody that could pick her up. If she was sick at school, there was a backup, right? And so those things, they're critically important. Like you have to lock together, lock arms together and figure out how to move forward, right? right. Yes. It's, it's so important. Like no one can really do this alone. So you've right. got to find those networks and whether it be a church community, whether it be a ad hoc community that you form by yes. being, you know, I, I, I had a group of single moms and I said, why don't y'all just get a big house together instead of paying, you pay $1,200 in rent, you pay $900 in rent, you pay $1,000 in rent. Man, can you imagine that with a pool and with what that y'all could get if you live together. And right. then like, I never thought about that. Now you're buying, now you have one grocery bill. Now you have always have somebody to take care of the kids. Now you always have, like, like we right. have to think creatively and pool resources because you can't build your dreams for that new business or for that um, educational pursuit. If you're trying to do it all alone, unless, unless you have unlimited pot of money, I didn't have an unlimited pot. Of money. Right. So <laughs> maybe somebody listening, they can't relate to what I'm saying. Cause they, cause they're good. But I right. knew that if, if I was going to reach my goals, I had to make some sacrifices and I had to get creative. Right. We right. are creative in so many different ways of our lives. Right. We're so creative when we get, when we want to be. Right. But you know what? You need to be creative in how you're going to change the direction of your life because it is a thousand percent up to you and it's not up to anyone else. Uh, whenever people say, you know, I had this happen to me and, you know, my child's father doesn't send money or um, I have um, a boss that really hates me or, or I, I hate my job. I always say, you know. I'm going to let you complain for a few minutes. Let me know when you're ready to really talk. I love because that. If, because if you're not ready to really talk, you're wasting my time and yours. You are not going to change the past. There's nothing you could do to change that. Right. But you can 1,000% change your future. And part of that is being willing to release the offenses the anger, the disenchantment, the disillusionment, you I know, discourage, discouragement is a tool, right? It's a tool to keep you locked in complacency and an average life. So you got to say, you know what, this happened, that happened, but guess what? I know what's going to happen tomorrow because I know who controls the future and I'm aligned with him. So- I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love Keep going. <laughs> so it is, it is really, it's, it's just important to, to get with yourself, quiet space, write down, what do you want? What do you want to have happen? How do you want to impact the world? You know, when you um, are, are, are saving, if I know I'm going to Jamaica on an incredible vacation, 
and I'm saving for that trip and it's six months away from now. And I've got to pay on that trip every, every month. And I'm looking forward to it. It's on my calendar. When somebody says, Hey, Denise, you want to go uh, out to eat or you want to go to the movies or you want to go whatever. And I know that that doesn't fit in my budget. It's easy to say no. Right. Because yes. I have a goal that I'm working towards that I can see. I can see myself, my toes in the sand. Right. I can see me. Walking the sand. I, I can feel see you that. Right. So when right. I can see my goal, it's easy to prioritize. It's easy to say no to distractions. It's easy to say, um, you know, uh, let's do that later. Or, you know what, why don't we do a potluck and everybody come to the house and let's eat together. Like it's easier to do that when you have a goal. Well, right. you need to apply that to your entire life, your entire life, right? You can have just about anything you want. You just have to be willing to make the sacrifices to get it. I love that. This is a powerhouse. And we are in, encouraged by what Denise has shared so far, especially, let me just back up for one second. One thing that she mentioned specifically is about finding partnership is how I internalize that. She said it is important to in, embed yourself into a great community. A lot of this is about mindset and how we think, right? You got to lock arms together, as she completely said just a second ago. No one can do this alone. And I think that that's intricate. And it's important to understand that so many times in life, we think we have to be the Lone Ranger. I can attest to that. I can definitely identify. And you can't reach your goals if you don't have a clear target or a direction because it is 1,000% up to you. Thank you so much, Denise, for sharing that. So next, I wanted to kind of explore in your college years, how did you end up at ACU? How, how did you end up in Abilene, Texas? <laughs> well, <laughs> Little old Abilene. Kind of a long story story. Um, I am from originally born in Jamaica, but grew up in New York City. And New York City could not be further from um, Abilene, Texas. Uh, the, the culture shock was right. incredible. <laughs> but um, wanted to attend a Christian school, first attended Southwestern Christian College, and then transferred to Abilene Christian University. And just loved the experience, right? Loved the, the difference. Um, and I'll tell you the, the most valuable lesson that I learned at Abilene Christian University. I learned how to deal with people that were different from me. Right. Um, when I got to, to ACU, I thought I was hot stuff. I'm from New York City. I mean, I am fancy. Right. I know I'm cosmopolitan and, and exposed. And, and I got to this little town and all these people had been to Prague and Spain and London. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. I thought I was cosmopolitan. Right. You know? but, right. but what I, I really learned about discretionary income. I learned about be living in a city with a low cost of living and what the difference that is in your long-term accumulation of wealth. Wow. I learned about making sacrifices so you could do those things you really want to do. Um, you know, maybe you want to be in, um, to live in, in Spain for a month in the summer. I, I had never met anybody that was really able to do anything like that. Right. That sounded impossible. Right. But I was watching people architect their lives so that they could do the things they wanted to do. 
And, and um, it was a powerful lesson. It's a lesson I still use today um, of just making sure that I am choosing what I want to do. I don't, I don't just float along in life. Right. I, I try, I do everything in my power to be incredibly um, deliberate and right. intentional to set my intention and to make those things happen. So when people say, how did you do that? How did you make that happen? How did you pull that together? Like, you know what, how I did it? I did it because I decided to do it. Wow. And if you decide what you want to do, it's funny. The, the, I right. believe that the, the road comes up to meet you. You know, wow. like you started this podcast. I'm sure two years ago, you didn't know anything about a podcast. Hey, man, Wild and Lights. What the tools are and what resources you have to have and what, you know, but you know what you did? You learned. You We live in a time where you can learn, you could run a, a, a small country from your iPhone. Exactly. Like, there are so many tools that are available to us. So many resources. You can learn to do almost anything on YouTube. But are you watching um, funny videos and um, gossip? And um, are you obsessed with entertainment? Or are you watching content that's going to edify you, build you up, make you stronger, make you smarter, make you more efficient with what you're doing in your professional life? You know, you have to be um, right. a steward of your time. You only have so many awake hours every day. You know, are, yeah. can you tell me every single thing that happened on Walking Dead and Breaking Bad and Empire? But if I ask you, hey, what, what happened to that book you were writing? Oh, girl, I'm, I was I'm, I'm just been too busy. Exactly. Hmm. Is, is that true? Were you too busy? You know, I, I started a tech company at age 44. Wow. Who does that? Who does that? Who does that? You know, there aren't a lot of black women in tech, period, let alone black older women right. in, in tech, right? And, you know, I, I brought that same concept to watch her work. Like, you don't get to tell me what I can and can't do. Um, I know what I'm capable of, and I can oh. read. I can watch. I can consume. I can learn. If you can do it, I'm very sure that I can do it. Right. right. So that what does the Bible say? Well, one man can do another man can do. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's like you have to decide that I'm going to put in the time to learn what I want to do. Learn about that topic. Learn from every angle. Attend conferences. Watch videos. You can't afford to go to the conference. Guess what? Last year's conference. All the classes are on the website. Right. Like, mm. you know, like figure it out. Like the, the, the most frustrating message I hear from people is, you know, I don't know how to do that. And I don't know anybody that knows how to do that. And, and I understand that it's intimidating, but, um, you know what, like you got to start. And I would, I would add that that's another very, very important lesson. You know, somebody's going to listen to your podcast. I hate to say it. And they're going to be critical. Yeah. You know, oh, her sound quality should have been this. Oh, it was too short. It was too long. You know, that's yes. the wrong speaker. That's the, everybody has something to say from their, from their house, the, the Monday morning quarterbacks. Of course. Right? And, and those voices, if you're not careful, can cripple you oh and they God. can paralyze you for, so, so you never start. But guess what? You got to start. If you you're not start. willing to start, you'll never get to, uh, uh, you know, a, a powerful podcast that has a million listeners that has the, the production team of 10 people. Nobody starts there. 
Nobody right. starts there. And our fear of the criticisms, if we're not careful, can really lock us in to to mediocrity. Or, or like you Ooh. have great ideas and your ideas are in a notebook somewhere. You have to get your ideas out of your head and into the world. I That's love that. That's how you're going to test it. That's how you're going to shape it. That's how you're going to smooth it. That's how you're going to refine it. You put something up and says, oh, you have a typo. Okay, let me fix it. Oh, you forgot to put this feature on. Oh, that's easy to add. That's how it gets better, right? And sometimes we're so afraid of not being great that we miss out on our greatness because we were we never started. And that's really any of us. You know, my I, I self-funded my website. I don't have a big VC venture capitalist firm right. or investor that was like, hey, let me invest in this in this um 40-something-year-old black woman. Like, uh, there were it right. wasn't a long line of that. But you know what? I bet on me, and I oh. believed on me. And so maybe I, I had to make some sacrifices. I didn't get to go on that trip, or everybody was going to do this, and I didn't get to go. But guess what? I was sewing into my business. Yes. Because that's mine. I don't own anything at Cinemark or at the Come movie on. theater. They don't yes. send me a check. They don't send me a check if I go to the movies every Friday night. They send you a check? Nope. They don't say, I ain't got one yet, Denise. I don't get one. I don't get one, Lisa. So to me, it's like we're putting our money in other people's pockets and not sewing into our own business. You know, so I think there's something really, truly powerful about making a commitment and betting on you. And guess what? You may start out at a D. A right. D. But get, you know what? In four weeks, you'll be a C plus. I'm telling in, you. In six more weeks, you'll get to B minus. Then you'll get to, hey, wait a minute, A minus. I'm kind of, I'm kind of killing it. All killing of a sudden, it. you look around and you're at an A. Like nobody starts at an A. Right. And if that's what oh, you're trying it. to do, you will be dreaming and not doing. I absolutely love this. This conversation has been so insightful so far. And if you would just give us one second, one minute, we're going to be right back with this amazing powerhouse, Ms. Denise Hamilton. The Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. We'll be right back. Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. 
Hello, 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 everyone, and we are back, and you're listening to the Savage Speech Empowerment Podcast, where we're discussing how to live life boldly and with passion, because you two can have it all. Family, it was all right with you. We're going to continue with the discussion with Miss Denise Hamilton, this powerhouse of WatchHerWork.com, and many other entrepreneurial ventures that she has begun, and she has been sharing some a wealth of knowledge, and of course, I'm inviting you to download this episode or you have missed so many points that can help move you forward if you're self-doubting you too can learn one of the the points that I, I noted was you too can learn there are so many tools that Miss Denise have shared with us on how to push our life forward and what I learned in this last segment is by setting those Things, trivial things that are of non-relevance are not important to you building your brand, your career, or your life. We have to make sacrifice. And another thing that I really, there's so many things I can say, but real quick before we bring back Miss Denise, nobody started at an A. And when we go into our ventures and our lives with that A mentality, of course that's going to be our outcome. But just remember to give yourself a break because nobody starts at an A. It is a process. And Miss Denise, I'm so elated. Thank you so much. You've shared so much. So <laughs> in the process of time, you also became an author. What made you step out of faith and write your book? <laughs> you know, um, I think that we all have uh, we all have a book in us, right? And the my book was actually a quite a challenge for me because it really was about sitting down and being disciplined um, in a way that that you know when you're creative and you have ideas and you're an innovator and you're whatever, it's easy to kind of like have these big dreams and lay them all out on a on a board, but it's really hard to activate yourself, that discipline of doing something every day or every week. Right. And so, um, um, that it was, it was challenging for me, you know, and I share that with your audience because I don't want people to think, Oh, she's got it all figured out. She just says what she wants. And then she goes and gets it like, it's it, it's hard. It's a sacrifice. Right. It's time. It's commitment. It's discipline. It's it's difficult. But um, but I did it. I did it, and it um comes out this fall. And it's the title is when sleeping women wake. I love <laughs> that, which is a quote. Please forgive me because I have noted that quote somewhere yes. in my research. And it is a, it's a Chinese proverb. Yes, it is. Wake. When sleeping women wake, mountains move. That's it. (laughs) No, go ahead. I get excited. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that is the, um, it's it's such a powerful message, right? Like the idea that we have everything that we need. We do. If we would work together. Right. If we work together, I'll go on a panel sometimes and um, I'll get a a note or a text from somebody that says, you know, I I don't I really don't like your hair like that. What? Or I don't you know, I don't you should have dressed up more on the panel or you should have whatever, whatever. And I and and we are so critical of each other, Lisa. Yes, we're we just are. we're so critical. And if what if we all decided we're going to back your business? 
We're going to back my business. Women right. control 81% of all discretionary income in every household. It's the woman who goes to the grocery store and buys the groceries, who, who, who helps pick the, who picks the car, who yes. helps, you know, what the rugs are in the living room, what the, what dresses you buy and put like you're, you're spending, it's trillions of dollars in spending power. Why wow. aren't we pointing that towards our own businesses? Why aren't we pointing that like we're supporting entities that don't support us, quite frankly? Right. You know, you don't have any um, women on your corporate board. Why am I giving you my money? Oh, okay. why am I? Why are we pointing our resources in the places that make a difference? So the 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 book, what the book is about, is ways to change the world by changing yourself. Mm. I right? love that. Right. You cannot impact anything if you don't build your own personal power you just can't I, I hate to say it but they care what 500 bankers think more than 10,000 teachers right or social workers they do that's just how that's how the world is set up mm -hmm. so we need women in every level of leadership every level of control you see decisions made sometimes in in um political decisions made and you're like how on earth would they do something so stupid you know how they did it because there mm -hmm. were no women at the table mm. no nobody to raise our voice nobody to represent us and yes. so what i talk about in the book is just ways that you can step up and step in and not um, be marginalized you know for example and the very first chapter in the book is don't believe everything you think you have to be willing to let go of your assumptions and your previously held beliefs and be willing to embrace um, new ideas and to do what it takes to be successful. And sometimes we bring baggage into our um, situations that preclude us from being successful. Can I give you an example? Please do. Okay. So when women greet each other, um, we share to-do lists, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I, I, what do you, Hey girl, how you doing? Girl, I'm so busy. I got so much going on. You know, the baby starts school next week. So I got to get the school clothes going and I got this project at work and, um, you know, I'm on this charity board and we're doing this big event. So I'm getting prepared for that. And, I, and you're going down this long list of everything you've got going on. Right. Because that's how women talk to each other. And Busyness. Busyness and achievement is a badge of honor. Mm. Let me let me tell you what men men hear you say when you go down that list. Okay. One, she doesn't know how to prioritize. Okay. Two, she doesn't know how to focus. How can you be doing all of these different things? You're not successful in any of them. Right. And they all feel if you're complaining that you're overwhelmed, right? You sound like you can't handle anything more. Right. right? So why should I give you this, this, um, $500,000 contract at the company? Right. You just told me how busy you are and how overwhelmed you are with other people's business. Right. Right. So now we all know that women are multitaskers. We can get a whole bunch of stuff done, right? And just because I've listed all of these things that I'm, I'm doing, it doesn't mean I can't take that project on. But it doesn't matter what your intent is. In, communica in communication, it matters what the message received is.
And the message received is you can't take on anymore. Your, your calendar is full of trivial things that are optional, right? You don't know how to delegate. You don't know how to prioritize. You're not in control of your life. I love that. You ask Bill, Hey Bill, what's going on? Hey man, just, you know, nose to the grindstone, just getting the work done. That's, that's his answer. And so what does the, so what does the boss hear? Bill is available to take on more. He's committed. He's dedicated. Now that may not be true, but that's what the boss heard. So that's a small example of something that you can do that you could do that tomorrow. You, you can know, do that tomorrow. Giving this long list of everything you got to do. You're overwhelming yourself and you're making people around you feel like you can't do anymore. They don't, when they have an opportunity, they're not going to think of you. Because, oh, you know, Lisa's really too busy. She got too much going on. You know, she could barely get her kids out the door to school in the morning. Exactly. Because that's what you told. Do you want your boss to think you could barely get your kids out the door to go to school in the morning? No. No, that's going to hamper your career success. And you didn't even know that. When I'm going to tell you something. I've been in a lot of meetings in my life. Mm-hmm. When women are late, women come in and say, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I'm late. You know, the, the babysitter didn't show up on time or my car couldn't start or, and she goes into this big, long explanation. Exactly. You know what, you know what men say when they get to the meeting late? Hmm. Hi everyone. Sorry. I'm late. Where are we? I know that's right. He might've had the same challenges that you had, but everybody doesn't know his business. Mm -hmm. So stop wearing your challenges on your forehead. Oh my God. I love that, Denise. Oh my God, stop wearing your challenges on your forehead. We are running out of time. I want to get this last question in really quick because it's going along the same way. You inspire and encourage women from all over the world. You are causing a globalized intercultural impact, a movement, if you will. What role does your business play in empowering other women to have it all? (laughs) <laughs> well, I love watch your work. It's my other baby. My my daughter hates me to say that, but it's my other baby. Yes. But um watchyourwork.com is a digital platform for um closing the achievement gap, gap for women. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're making right. sure that you have the information you need, when you need it, how you need it. It's a simple concept. We interview the most successful, powerful women I can find. Wow. And we we break their video, their advice up into one to four minute videos. Cause you know, we all, we have trouble paying attention of course. one to four minutes and we organize it on the web. So you have it when you need it. How do you ask for a raise? How do you tell the boss you're pregnant? What if people don't listen to you in the meeting? What do you do if a client hits on you? All these different situations come up when you're, when you're working, right? Um, right. You know? And so, so what we've tried to do is gather all that advice so you know what to do when you're in those situations. And, and knowledge is power, right? That, right. I, I, we said that before. Like The more information you have about a subject, you know, the more powerful you're going to be. Exactly. So we want to make sure. We have right now about 5,000 videos and we're filming every day, wow. always adding content. Because um, we want you to ha- be able to find what that piece of information that's going to help you to make that decision. And why is it important that it's digital and it's video? Like you, if you need to watch that video 20 times to get the courage to go in and ask for that raise. Okay. You know, that's it, like, do it. 
do it. You right. use the tool however you need to use it. And so, um, again, built it um, very simply, started, iterated, made it better, improved. Um, and now it's reaching tens of thousands of women. Um, oh and, God. you know, we hope that your audience will take a look at it and consider becoming um, a member and subscribing. We're adding courses now. We're wow. and filming several TV shows that will be added to the network. Um, just really trying to make sure you have what you need to make it right. Wow. Because that's what it's all about. You know, you, you mentioned that a big part, portion of your audiences are single mothers. And um, as as having gone through that experience, I know how um, ignorance kills. Right. right? Like, like there's resources all around you, but you got to be empowered to go and dig them up and find them. And so we hope that Watch Your Work becomes that kind of tool that um, everyone uses. It's not just for executives. It's not just for entry level people. It's not just for managers. It's for everyone. Even men, 13% of my audience is male wow. um, because they want to learn. How do you get on a corporate board? What are you things you should do at your first job? You know, I got when I have when my first whenever I get to a new job, there's always that busybody that comes over and says, "You need to watch out for for Terry. Of don't don't get caught up with with Jim." And to, you know what? You need somebody to tell you make your own assessments about people. Don't let anyone yes. influence your your initial contacts with those people, right? So, like, so the whole idea of Watch Her Work is just creating a platform where we can sh help help women navigate the work uh, environment so that they can get to the C-suite. We don't have enough, we don't have enough C-suite leaders. We yes. just don't, we don't have enough managers uh, and, and we don't, you know, it's powerful for somebody to talk to Jessica Ochoa who started as a secretary and now is executive vice president at C at JLL. Like wow. it's in those stories are empowering and they're important and we want to share them with people. So that's how we started watch your work. I love that. And that will lead me into my next question. Cause we do have a few more minutes. Your organization primarily focuses on receiving or giving issuing mentorship from very, or receive from a very established and successful business woman, women, as you just mentioned, how did you know that watch her work was what the world was missing? Well, you know, I always think you're in good shape when you solve your own problems. You I know, I was, I, you know, if you know, if it, yeah, I love talking to women like uh, the found Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, wow. women that in, interview, invent like little things for your diaper bag. If you yes. have that problem every day, you know, there's a lot of other women that have that problem. Yes. Right. Um, so I had I being executive myself, I would have hundreds of people like, can you mentor me? Can um, I take you to lunch and pick your brain? Can I? And honestly, I when you're an executive, when you're the only black or only woman in a situation like that. You, your life is so busy and so hard yes. that it is really hard to mentor. You can't mentor hundreds of people at the same time. It's not right. effective. So I solved my own problem in that a lot of these, these women were asking really the same questions. So it occurred to me, you know, the, the mentors have limited time right. and the mentees are kind of asking all the same questions. Well, why don't we I just film that. the mentors? answering those questions so the mentees can access that information whenever they want I also 
Mm-hmm. There's a there's a class and economic socioeconomic piece to this. You know, if I grew up in an affluent household, my parents have affluent friends. You know, it's a professional. Um, uh, you know, I'm a member of the country club. I get exposed to all of this information. Yeah. Right. But if you grew up low income, if you grew up in a rural community, if you grew, you don't know anybody that has. You don't know the 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 general counsel of BMC. You don't right. understand. You don't know the vice president. You don't. You just literally do not know anybody in that environment. So by creating Watch Her Work, now you have access to those people too. Because you should. That's just wow. fair. That's right? just fair. You, should, you shouldn't have to, and, and we say it, Watch Her Work, you shouldn't have to have powerful friends to have powerful information. Wow. I love that. In one minute, no more than two, Ms. Denise, you are sharing a wealth of knowledge I would like to ask you one more question. What would you say to a woman who this very topic or a gentleman is what she or he needed and thereby was searching for? Um, Ask me that question one more time. Sorry. What would you say to the person who needed this information and they were searching for this information and they finally found it? And this is just the, the hope of glory for them. What is your final thought? Just a brief synopsis of everything okay. we talked about to that person. Use it. Use, Use it. it. I love it. Learning mm-hmm. it. Learning it isn't enough. Listening isn't enough. Reading it isn't enough. Listening to podcasts isn't enough. Right. You got to do it. You got to use it. You have to step out on faith. You have to try. You have to take the risk. You have to wish risk being embarrassed or risk being wrong or risk it not going well. But you have to use it. If you don't use it, it doesn't matter. I love that. And this has been such a phenomenal 40 minutes has gone by so quickly, Denise. I love that. And we definitely have to have you back on. I am so elated. There's nothing I can say because I did want to spend the majority of the time of church just speaking because not as you know, it also empowers me. We have to continue to learn and move forward and use the knowledge that we are at privy to. Everyone, I'm so elated that you had this opportunity to hear Denise Hamilton speak on such a powerful topic and subject, and I hope you have something to take away from that. I am elated to have participated in this show today. I know that someone somewhere has been touched and encouraged by this wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much to my savvy speak guest, Miss Denise Hamilton, for taking out her time to share her story and insight with others here at the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. And remember, stay tuned for our next exciting episode, which you too can find out more at www.iammisslisanobles.com or iamlisanobles.com next time. And remember, everyone, remember, family, my mantra. You are a unique combination of experiences, clothed in purpose, strength, and destiny. Thanks again for listening to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast, and I hope to see you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Online at imlisanobles.com and on Facebook and Instagram at EWOFP. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review. And we'll catch you next time on Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Activate, motivate, inspire.